back for more. Here's WTMJ's Jeff Wagner. Welcome back. We are broadcasting live from American Family Field. We are in our mobile broadcast facility. First pitch is about 337, but before that, we are joined in person by the principal owner of the Milwaukee Brewers, Mark Atanasio. Mark, welcome. Always good to be here, especially in October. (laughs) You know, I was thinking back. 17 years was I remember the first opening day when you you know were first became the principal owner we came out we did this this interview here 17 years has kind of flown by huh (laughs) (laughs) 17 years has flown by this year has flown by we were just chatting before we came on air here uh it's hard to believe we're to October already, and we've played all these games. You know, one of the things that I, I, I hope you and your ownership group and all the, the people who are designed to put together a team get credit for is, as somebody who, who grew up as a Brewers fan through the 70s, 80s, and 90s, you know, we always heard that, oh, it's a small market team. They're, they're not going to be able to be competitive. This is the fourth year in a row that the Brewers have been in, in the playoffs, and the second year in the last four that they They've won the Central Division title. That's that's got to be an incredible accomplishment. I'll tell you how hard that is to do, and I actually just misspoke because everyone knows how terrific the Rays are, but uh, they haven't done that, apparently. I think it's the Dodgers, the Astros, the Yankees, the Braves, and us have been in the playoffs four years in a row. I mean, that's and th- those, uh, those teams have significantly larger budgets than we do. So, so what's um, the secret? I mean, <laughs> well, there is a there are a couple of secrets, um, uh, you know. So I don't think we want to put too much of the okay. secret sauce out there. Fair enough. But but I would say, look, top to what you need is the connectivity, top to bottom, in an organization, right? So we all talk about um, Brendan Woodruff and and Corbin Burns right. and, and uh, Freddie Peralta have three homegrown ace starters. If you think what it takes to have that first of all you have to identify the talent in the first instance and, and attract it then you have to develop it which starts at the lowest level of the minor leagues and goes up through four or five minor league so you have to have four or five minor league pitching coaches or coordinators who know what they're doing and right. speak the same language as the major league coach and you know we're very fortunate to have chris hook at the major league level who at one point was in the minor leagues mm-hmm. so we had we had to have a uh you know, general manager at the time, David Stearns, who was willing to take a risk on promoting the minor league guy mm-hmm. instead of going with established major league pitching coaches who, you know, had track records. You know, one of the other things, I get a sense from the opportunities I have to talk to the players every once in a while, is that this is an organization where everybody says that, that character matters. But in the Brewers, I get the sense that character really does matter. The players like each other. When, when you put together a team, my sense is that you, you want people that are going to get along and you want people that are going to be proud to be here and that you're going to have proud to play for the Brewers. Yeah, one of the things that, and this goes back, hey, Uke, <laughs> is Uke on? Oh, maybe maybe it's not uh, melded. I don't know how you're broadcasting. Uh, oh, oh, there we go. We're we're talking to Brent Brewer's principal owner, Mark Atanasio. I'm also told that we are joined by Mr. Baseball, Bob Euchre, from our dugout. Bob, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Bob. Well, Mark Atanasio, Jeff Wagner. We're out here in the we're out here in the mobile broadcast facility. Welcome. One of you guys have a flat tire or something? Is that why you call? <laughs> I'll be right out there. 
<laughs> hey, hey, Bob, I, I was just checking this. 1964, you won. The, yes. You were part of the World Series championship team with the St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, how cool yes. an experience was that? Well, you know, Jeff, I was just talking to Craig Council about that. The stuff that we're doing now, the start of the playoffs, that's where the real pressure is. I mean, once you get through this stuff, the World Series really is a heck of a lot easier. It's just you against the other league, and there's no more playoff stuff. This, and especially starting with what we have now, which is a best of five, um, you know, the heat's on both clubs. And once you get through the playoff stuff, we didn't have that back then. It was you win your league, the other guys win their league, and you play the World Series. That year in St. Louis, Jeff, the Phillies, the Cincinnati Reds, and the Cardinals were all tied. The game on the last day of the season determined who was going to win the championship. And fortunately, the Cardinals won against the New York Mets, who at that time weren't, you know, what they turned out to be later on. But um, we won. The uh, Philadelphia Phillies uh, won their game. Had the Reds won the game, we'd all ended up in a tie um, on the last day of the season. We won by one game on the last day in '64. Well, wow. you know, but Bob, here this this you... is. I mean, this is exciting now. I mean, the playoff stuff is, you know, going through. I'm going to Atlanta too to work down there. I'm a little that I'm a little worried about because there's a lot of people still alive that saw me play, and uh, <laughs> that could be a little tough. <laughs> we don't buy that. But, Bob, before you came on, Mark and I were talking about it, it's been 17 years since you know he took over as the principal owner. You've, of course, been the, the Brewers broadcaster for you know 50 years or, or whatever. Does it ever get old for you? Um, you mean doing the games? No, yeah. not at all. Or, or, I, I, enjoy, yeah. I enjoy coming here and... Uh, the relationship and <clears throat> Mark knows this uh, he's been a great friend not only ownership wise but personally um, for me his family um, we've been friends for a long long time now and I remember the day that Wendy Selig brought Mark into the booth to um, introduce him as the new owner of the uh, of the Brewers back at that time and um, the friendship that we've developed um, has been nothing short of outstanding for me. I mean, um, again, as I said, his whole family and, and what they've meant to me as a, as a member of the team here in Milwaukee. Uh, we talked about this the other day. I've never had a contract with Mark. Um, ours is a handshake. It was once, a long, long time ago. It doesn't it's have really to happen again time. because really long time that's ago. the way it's been. Yep. That, that's, a, um, that's absolutely outstanding. Mark is nodding no, we his never, head right now. Yeah, no, really a long time ago. You, <laughs> one of the things that Jeff was talking about right before you came on was, you know, finding folks who wanted to be here, you know, players. And, you know, you kind of personify that because, you know, you could have, and we talked about this at his 50th anniversary celebration. You had uh, George Steinbrenner try to poach you, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he had Hollywood offers to go just become an actor. And uh, he always wanted to be here. That's how yeah, I did. I, hey, I, you know, that, that never wanted to change as far as, you know, I was concerned anyway. 
Bob, matter of fact, last night I was with some people, including some folks who were retired executives from Miller Brewing, who were telling stories about the days of the Miller Lite All-Stars and who were on the, the oh, set man. when you were doing all those things. And they, I, I'm telling you, they, there, there were a lot of great Bob Euchre stories from those days going around as well. I, I assume that was a lot of fun to do. <laughs> uh, the, the Miller Lite spots that we did started for me back in 1985, and it ran through 1991. Um, some of the some of the greatest ads ever produced, and it involved you know guys from football and baseball and basketball. We had them all, and the writers that they had, a bunch of young guys, Jeff, that were in New York, um, working for the ad company, wrote spots that were perfect for everybody. You know, the no matter who you were and what you did as as an active player. You had your role as as a member of the Miller Lite All-Stars. You had, you know, whatever your spot was going to be. And for me, it was either me or Rodney Dangerfield, you know, that um, <laughs> that did, did, yeah. did kind of the off-spot off, off stuff. Yeah. But it was really, really good. It was, it was oh, man, it was great fun. I, I can think of some of the things that we did that we can't <laughs> talk about. Um, <laughs> to each other uh, during the course of those spots. That, I mean, it lasted for a long, long time. One of the greatest ad campaigns ever. Bob, those might have been some of the stories that I was hearing last night from the guys who were on the set. <laughs> it, it, but, 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 Mark, you Probably. know, one of the things, one, one of the things that, you know, this has been a challenging year with, with COVID and, and the return of, of fans in a gradual fashion. I don't, I'm not sure people realize, but you know, Brewers attendance, top 10 attendance this year? Yeah, so we were, once again, I think eight years out of the last 10 top 10. This was an especial challenge this year because we were one of the last five or six teams that uh, had unrestricted seating. And, you know, frankly, I think it's a testament. You know, you would say that, well, that was a challenge from a business standpoint. It's a testament to the county health commissioner here who wanted to keep everybody safe. And, uh, Rick Schlesinger and his staff did a wonderful job keeping everybody safe and selling tickets at the right. same time. That's not, right. not so easy when you can't just pack everybody in. And and so, uh, you know, it, uh, but I am looking forward. That all being said, there's nothing like a, a, a full attendance playoff crowd, and I think we're going to have we're going to have standing room only today. Well, yeah, I mean, we're, from where we're sitting, we're just looking. I mean, already this front parking lot is half of it is already full, and parking lot was only supposed to open about ten minutes ago. So fans are ready for playoff baseball. There's no question about that. And always got to be ready for playoff baseball. It's it's hard, you know, especially in a year like this where we brought it back to to five teams, right? And then now there's uh, you know four teams in the National League and. It's really interesting. I was saying in press conference, so, you know, we had never played the Braves in a playoff series. Imagine, you know, Henry Aaron had he been here to enjoy this. Um, and, uh, you know, Giants and Dodgers. Right. So a lot of a lot of interest. Right. Hey, hey Bob, wh- you know, you, you've been around different Brewers teams for, for all the, these years. My sense is this team, they really, really like each other. There, there's not prima donnas. Everybody's pulling for each other. And that's got to make for sort of a special environment. Yeah, you know, you're, you're right on target, Jeff. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different personalities on every club. And, and, you know, sometimes some players work out with certain teams and sometimes they don't. And they move on to another team and, and everything is okay. But here, 
uh, every guy that has been brought in by David Stearns and Matt Arnold and, and Mark, um, everybody seems to have worked out really good. Not only, not only what we have on the field, but what we have off the field. I'm talking about their families and the kids. That's all such a big part of what happens throughout the course of a year. And I'm, I'm the one thing that I was really happy with, Jeff, was the fact that I was able to get um, tested. I took the shots. I took whatever I had to do to be in the clubhouse, to be with the team, to be with the players. And that's what they wanted, and that's what I wanted. I wanted to be around them, and no matter what it took, I was going to do that. And, um, you know, here we are chasing. I don't do the, the road stuff I used to do as much, but, again, um, it's, not, it's not that I can't do it. It's that we have two other guys at work, uh, I'm talking about Jeff and, and Lane Grindle, uh, that do such an outstanding job. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get to a point in my life where I'm going to embarrass myself or embarrass the team. I'm not going to do that. I still feel like I'm, I'm you know, qualified and, and can work and get excited about things that happen throughout the course of a game. I get as fired up as I did, um, you know, when I first started doing this. Um, we talked about it the other day. Um, at the press conference um, when Merle Harmon and Tom Collins way back when when they were working and I only did one inning I was comfortable because they stayed in the booth with me but the day they left me by myself at Yankee Stadium uh, to do the fifth (laughs) inning and they got up and they walked out of the booth. They said, here's Bob. And I begged him to come back. And this is a, this is a true going? story. Honest, I, I, was really, I was really scared. I had, already, you know, I had already done Tonight Shows and all of other stuff. But doing a game by myself and having all my friends in Milwaukee listening to me doing play-by-play, it was awful. It was really bad. And the engineer finally said, you better start because there's two outs. And I, I just I couldn't talk. I, I was scared to death. It was unbelievable. Well, yeah. we're, we're, everybody's glad you get, you got over that. But Mark, Mark, the um, your dear friend, Bob's dear friend, Bud Selig. Bud was legendary for living and dying on the results of the games. I mean, the stories were how you, I can I can still picture him like pacing around Old County Stadium, you know, in the place. Are you like that? I mean, how how do you deal with that? Well, first of all, I yes. want to uh, just register that both uh, Bob and I are well aware that uh, Commissioner Emeritus Seelig yeah. still lives and dies Emeritus. with every game. Yeah. <laughs> he still and, and he still calls me when, you know, some, oftentimes the unfathomable happens out there. But Commissioner still calls me and says, what do they tell you? <laughs> the commissioner, they tell me it was a broken bat hit and we lost the game. <laughs> you don't but, change. Yeah, you know, I, I, I definitely... Uh, I will say, you know, as I'm getting older myself, I, I don't deal with the, uh, I, I used to like embrace the anxiety, you know, we, this is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Now I just like to get to the end of a winning game and <laughs> right. go have a glass of wine. <laughs> right. I think the one, the one great thing with Mark, one great thing with Mark uh, as the new owner 
we get paid now. That's one of the pluses. Um, <laughs> okay, if Bud is listening, that, that that's Bob that just that's said. That's okay. <laughs> that's it. Well, I, Bud may be in his park coming over, and he does listen. Oh, oh believe me, yes, <laughs> I. <laughs> b- b- believe me, absolutely. Um, Bob, as, as you look at this team, look, I mean, I know that there's all sorts of projections that are out there and stuff. This team, it seems to me, really has the right stuff to go all the way. Well, you know what? They can they do a little bit of everything. I mean, they're going up against a club, Jeff, that is a big power club. Um, they hit a lot of home runs, um, as the Dodgers did, and as the Dodgers did against that Cardinal um, team to to walk it off and win um but you know what they got the the thing they got here i mean that i think is really top dog outstanding pitching i mean when you're facing today it's corbin burns tomorrow it's woodruff freddie peralta uh adrian hauser uh eric lauer you're you're not going to have good days i mean that that's that's not a that's not a that's not a good thing to look forward to facing those and then if you if you happen to get by those guys for four or five innings now when they start bringing people from the bullpen um you're getting more of the same stuff you're getting you know velocity you're getting big breaking stuff um so the pitching staff here has been outstanding but you know defensively they're pretty good too i mean they've got a little bit of everything and uh, young guys, the deals that David Stearns made. I mean, here's Willie Adamas, Luis Arias. Um, you know, the guys that have been brought in here up and down, um, and what a great job they did at Nashville for these players that are being, you know, put back to the minor leagues and then brought back up here. I mean, those are the, those are the guys you got to look forward to to um, to do. Whatever you do, I'm watching Luke Maley walk right by me right now. He's a guy who came up with a couple of big base hits in a couple of games. And Rick Sweet, who's the manager at Nashville, is the guy that, you know, governs all that stuff and takes care of that and reports each and every day to to our people up here. So all of those all of those people, Jeff, that have been here maybe not on an on a monthly basis they've been here for a week 10 days but they've contributed that's all part of it too i mean we can't forget about those people because some of the things that they did and some of the big base hits and some of the big games that they pitched in that's all part of this whole scene here in milwaukee when you're talking about you know this brewers ball club 2021 jeff we had 61 players 61 right come through our major league roster this year which is a record for our club well and uh so that's you know that's a lot of players contributing when you have a 25-man roster right now before i let you guys go we we were talking about commissioner emeritus Seelig and all and and i think as somebody i i look at this wonderful facility and I, i think about county stadium and i think about I, I still have some of the scars from the, the political battles over building the, the enclosed park in the first place. But when we look back over the last 20-some years and the success, having that enclosed roof, it, it marked, that, that, that's a factor as well, having this wonderful facility. Oh, it's a, it's a key factor. It started, it, by the way, it's a key factor in my decision to go forward and, and buy the club, right? Because you could see with state-of-the-art and, you know, given the public-private partnership we've had with the stadium district it's still state-of-the-art and they've done everything that that they 
what we're set out to do, and our ownership groups added about $100 million the last 17 seasons. Uh, it helps us uh, keep fans coming because they know there's going to be a game to be played. It helps us attract players. Right. Uh, certainly, given the climate here, it would be a challenge to attract guys. If we, and instead, it's an advantage. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, I, I talk about that a lot. And by the way, Wendy Silla got a lot to do with that, too. She's right. Somewhat of an unsung hero on this. But, you know, you and Henry Aaron and Robin Yount, a lot of folks made the trek up to Madison to, right. to pitch, to mix a metaphor for the pitch for the ballpark. That was it. Mr. Baseball, Bob Euchre, principal owner, hey, Mark Ignacio. Oh, Jeff, before yeah. I leave, before I leave, just just check this out down the road. I think the correct correct pronunciation is emeritus, just for future, you know, future references. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Well, there, there you go. We'll, we'll check that out, Mr. Baseball Bob Euchre. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great call today. Hope that you get the call all the way through the World Series. Mark Atanasio, thanks so much for being with us once again. We're going to take a quick break. This is Jeff Wagner. We're broadcasting live from American Family Field on WTMJ.